my squishy people. Welcome back to Note to Self with Peyton Sarton. That is me. I am Peyton Sarton. And you guys are my squishy people. I cannot stop calling people squishy. I first started calling Joe squishy, Mr. Squish, squishy man, things like that as a joke. And now I can't stop. And let me just preface that too with, I told Claudia that. (laughs) I told Claudia that I call Joe squishy man. And she was like, isn't that kind of a diss to him? Like saying basically like referencing a flaccid penis. It had nothing to do with a hard or flaccid penis. I just was calling him squishy. Also, she was asking, isn't it offensive? Like, that he's like just a squishy person. He is not literally a squishy person. I think he has like eight to 10% body fat. So when I call him squishy, I don't mean anything to do with his flaccid penis or him being squishy physically. Um, I don't know why I called him squishy, but now I can't stop saying squishy. So everyone is squishy. I keep saying hi squishy to people that don't know me that well (laughs) because it won't stop coming out of my mouth. So y'all have gone from, if you've been here for a little while, you've gone from being Beavises to wiener girls, and now you are squishy people. And I don't really care if you like it or not. All right, my squishies. So some updates last weekend, this last most current weekend, I went to Houston, Texas. Uh, I went for my best college friend's wedding shower Basically, she was a COVID bride and she got married last year and she was obviously supposed to be like a big ordeal. We're supposed to have the shower and the bachelorette and all these other things and do the big wedding with a lovely reception and she couldn't do that last year. So she went ahead and got married to her husband, Josh. This is my friend Laurel, by the way. I refer to her as Lolly most of the time. So Laurel got married to Josh last October on the date that they had set, but they did an only family uh, ceremony and then with plans to do the reception the following year. So her big reception with all of us, all of her friends, extended family, things like that, that will be in October. So now we're doing the shower and all of those things that kind of lead up to the wedding traditionally this year, only they're just leading up to the reception. So anyways, I tell you guys that because I'll probably be back and forth from Houston to do random stuff like that. Uh, Laurel, like I said, is one of my best friends from college. Whenever I first met Josh, her husband, I was like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this because no one is good enough for Laurel. And it took me like probably an hour to two hours to be like, actually, Josh is the best fucking person ever. I'm obsessed with them. I'm always third wheeling them. Obviously, Joe is very uh, busy right now. He's in a different city every five seconds playing baseball and he'll be like that through the remainder of the season. He might be able to come to Laurel's reception with me, which would be lovely, but I'm forever dateless during the season because he's literally like on a plane every five seconds and like going to games every single day. So for that reason, I just third wheel Lolly and Josh and it's like honestly the best time ever. I've had a wonderful time getting to know him more. And then obviously I'm so happy for Lolly. She seems so fucking happy, but because of COVID too, we didn't really get to do all like the bridesmaids things you normally do when your bestie is getting married. So we're doing all the bridesmaids things now. The wedding shower this weekend was so gorgeous. I like to find any excuse I can to go to Houston. I would say the majority of my best friends from Texas, all my college friends, live in Houston because I wish I had like literally any reason to live in Houston, but I don't. My family doesn't live there. I don't have to live there for work. I mean, I have my fingers crossed that Joe gets traded to the Astros at some point in our lives so then I can go hang out with all my friends all the time, but we'll see. Anywho, so I flew out there on Friday and I returned home on Sunday. I was majorly delayed on Sunday coming back to LA. This keeps freaking happening to me. It happened to me when I was coming back from DC. It happened to me on my way to DC, actually from Vegas. Um, it's a fucking disaster. I don't know why air travel is such a bitch lately. I think it's because everyone's understaffed. So it keeps happening to where like, Oh, we're supposed to leave, but also like there's no crew for the airplane. And the pilot is actually on another flight almost here, but not here yet. (laughs) And that happens on literally every flight I get on now. 
And every single time I go to the airport, I end up staying at the airport for like six hours to wait for my flight. I think that I've decided that the airport terminal for anywhere over three hours is my own personal hell. Okay. Cause I could, I could waste three hours in the airport terminal. That's what I was doing in Houston. I was getting Buffalo wild wings, obviously. I was watching TikToks. I was like, this is going to be fine. I downloaded a book. I started reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I think is what it's called. Um, It comes highly recommended. So I'm loving it so far, by the way. I was having the time of my life for the first three hours. And then the fourth hour hits and I'm like, this is a fucking joke. I'm ready to go get a hotel near the airport and go to sleep. It was everything I could do to not do that, honestly. I almost I almost did it. I was very close to doing that. But then once you're there, you're like, I already stuck it out, so I got to do it. Can you tell I don't have that many really exciting things to update y'all? I'm going on and on about the inconveniences of air travel. <laughs> let's see. What's coming up here? What's coming up? So let's talk about what's happening this week. So obviously, this weekend is 4th of July. I don't even know what I did for 4th of July last year. I feel like I did nothing. Um, but this year I'm going to the revolve party. Uh, there's a party at Nobu every single year. It's like an all white party. And I think revolve is like their partner this year or something. So I will be there in my all white in Malibu on Sunday. I'm very excited for it because Nobu Malibu is one of my favorite places on the planet. We're just going to have a nice little crew going because 4th of July is next Sunday. There actually isn't going to be a new YouTube video next Sunday and there's not going to be a podcast next Tuesday. And here's why. Okay. Stay with me. After the 4th of July party, hopefully I'm not blackout. (laughs) I have booked a one-way ticket on Amtrak to San Diego on Monday morning, the 5th next week. Joe, his team the Washington Nationals, are playing in San Diego like the 5th through the 8th of next week, so like basically all next week. Uh, I'm going to go train on over there and stay with him, and then they play in San Francisco right after, so I am getting on a flight to San Francisco on Thursday, going up there. I'm going to see my friend Kelsey. She's up in San Francisco. She moved there somewhat recently where her family lives, so um, I'm going to go up there and hang out with her. Joe will pitch hopefully on Friday, so we'll go to the game. And then his last game is in San Francisco on Sunday. After that, on Sunday or Monday morning, Joe has a few days off. I think it's like three days off. So we're going to fly to Dallas. And this is my big week, not this next week, but next week. This is my big week to convince Joe that Dallas could be a nice place to live in the future. We're not sure when, but I am working on him. So we'll go to Dallas, not next week, but the next week, like I said, and I'll be really busy doing all that stuff. I cannot wait to try to convince him to move to Dallas. I'm actually really pumped. I've been looking at houses there. I've been showing him like the different price ranges and how much more realistic it is to live there than to live in Northern California, et cetera, et cetera. Not me just trying to move closer to all of my friends finally in my life. (laughs) So what I'm going to do, I don't want to say that there's for sure not going to be an episode next week because I hate skipping weeks this early in the podcast because I feel like it makes people be like, what the fuck? But I'm doing 20 million things at once, guys. I'm really trying my best. (laughs) So I'm going to try to get that done. If I do not get it done, I'm so, so fucking sorry. I really am. I know it's annoying to skip weeks. When the podcasts I listen to regularly skip weeks, I'm like internally a little upset with them. So I know the feeling, okay? But I'll let you guys know next Monday or Tuesday if there'll be an episode next week. Uh, And then the following week, hopefully we can get Joe on the mic and do something fun. So far, the episode with Joe is the most listened to episode, which doesn't shock me, but it kind of disappoints me because I feel like I loved my episodes with TK talking about work stuff. And I love these episodes with Claudia. Um, This one today is one of my fave. It took me quite a long time to edit because I just like didn't know I wanted to keep in and take out and all those things. But we talk a lot about work stuff and kind of just how we got where we are now. And how we're trying to continue to move forward and what different directions um, we want to take. And then also like what we think we did right, what we think we did wrong so far. It's just a nice point of reflection, especially to sit down with someone like Claudia who 
does the same thing as me. But honestly, I think in a lot of ways, she's better than me, especially when it comes to like Instagram. I think it's more natural for her. And I think she does a really good job at it. So I like to sit down and kind of talk to her and and pick her brain on like why she thinks things have worked out for her so well. And she's also just someone I'm really proud to know and be friends with. So I'm loving uh, these interviews with some of my friends who I just consider to be really amazing at what they do and really inspiring to me. And I hope you guys like them as well. That being said, I know you'll love to hear from Joe. Uh, Speaking of Joe, my most recent uh, YouTube video is from my last trip to Washington, D.C. I sit down and make Joe rate my outfits uh, and do a little Princess Polly haul. I fucking love everything I I wore. The outfit I wore during the day was one of my favorite Princess Polly outfits ever, ever, ever. So go watch that video if you want to see more Joe, obviously, and him being a weirdo. We also did like an anniversary dinner part two at this like famous sushi spot in D.C. It's called Sushi Nakazawa. It was unbelievable. It was like 20 courses of like a chef's menu. We went with his parents. The food was so fucking good. Y'all know I live for the dining experience. We had some amazing sake. It was just overall an amazing experience. So that's all documented on this week's YouTube video went up on Sunday. So also moving into this episode with Claudia, by the way, uh, this is part two of our combo. So if you guys missed uh, part one, it's actually the last episode of Note to Self. So make sure to go listen to that one first and then come to this part two. And I think that's enough of me yapping for now. So let's get into part two, talking to Claudia Graziano. I do want to back up. We're backing up. We're backing up, backing up, past balls, like past worm, all these things. Okay. Um, so Claudia moved out here and decided she would do the blogging thing, right? Please give us a little synopsis of your work life before you went, uh, as my my grandma likes to call it, a pro blogger. <laughs> they the only understand sports. She's like, you're like a pro blogger. Now. I'm gonna add that to my bio. <laughs> no, dude, pro that's what we should blogger. stop saying. Not influencer, not content. I'm a professional creator, blogger. Pro blogger. <laughs> okay, so before I was a professional blogger, I actually okay. So I graduated college. I moved out here, and I was really just seeking any kind of like like hands-on experience I think it used to be that internships were all unpaid so it was really challenging and it honestly is super it's a super unfair system for people who can't get a loan or parents can't help them get internship experience so I'm glad that that has changed but um I had multiple internships and one of my internships was with Revolve. And this was, oh my gosh, this was like 2000, I want to say 15 maybe. So I, you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it because it was a merchandising internship. And I had kind of decided that I wanted to go more the PR marketing route at that point. But my, I had had a previous internship at Anthropology in indiana at one of the stores doing um the window design the creative window designs and i don't know if you guys have ever seen an anthropology store but the store windows are awesome every anthropology store has a craft uh a craft room in the back it's that intense and so i was like hell yes this is like a dream internship but anyway so i wasn't sure if i wanted to do this revolve internship for that reason but i recognized that they were an amazing brand and there was a lot of opportunity to learn and i truly believe that learning what you don't like is just as important as learning what you do like in work in life in love in everything so honestly preach yeah you know that's why i think too it's like so like enjoyable to try things like you so i don't know i try things and i'm like wow i fucking hated that but i'm like cool i learned something about myself today yeah i mean that's literally why failure is important yeah like, that's why it's such a, a it's such a cliche but that's the cornerstone of failure is learning what you either don't need to do mm-hmm. uh what doesn't work or what you don't like that's mm-hmm. those are all forms of failure mm-hmm. which is actually honestly makes it seem like you're actually progressing as failing which i think is kind of the point but anyways yeah, so brilliance, Claudia. So thank you. I do what I can. I'll be here all night. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I honestly I learned so much. I took the internship and I learned so much. I met so many amazing people. 
I see I it's such a like cool company so many young people you know a lot of people get into their corporate culture and it's a lot of stiff um a lot of stiff hierarchy kind of you know it's like if you're an older person in the industry you know we all get in line younger generations it just goes on you know well you started from the ground up yeah because here's the thing about that company revolve Mm -hmm. right i started shopping on revolve in late high school early college and it was like the it was the i don't know if you worked there at this time but it was like my early college years are probably like when you were in the workforce um it was when they had the black the website with a black background yep do you remember, I remember that it. so i started work i started um shopping on revolve and i really was drawn to revolve for whatever reason i don't even i don't know really but i remember back back then people were choosing either you were shopping on shop bop yeah or shopping on revolve. yeah it's like what right? kind of girl are you pick a and side i was such a revolve girl my best friend was mm-hmm. such a shop bop girl mm-hmm. and that stuck out to me for the, my entire life and the way revolve worked i just i liked their clothing selection more and it's been really interesting to see them evolve but the fact that you were there at that time is kind of pivotal because that's when they like really started becoming yeah what they are today and like creating the the followers like me yeah that really love them yeah i mean it you know it's a really cool you know for for better for worse no matter what you think about them you know i've I gained so much from them. I learned so much from them. And they're, they're such a cool story. Two, two guys named Mike, actually. <laughs> Mike <laughs> really? and Michael, yeah. And they started Revolve in one of their garages. They had a job together. They quit their job and started this. And, I mean, that's awesome, you know? Well, also talk about weightless feeling. Like, they just made it fucking work. That's what I'm starting to realize with this whole brand thing is I'm terrified all the time. And hiring on people is really scary. But it's also, like, I don't know when it becomes not that feeling that we both say we like like the whole weightless feeling or whatever like blogging has always been that way because we don't know like you know where our next check is coming from but now blogging has become my stable job that that pays the bills for the other dream that I have in that way so when you tell when you talk about people like them who start fucking revolve they rolled with the punches and every single day had to get up and like do something new that fucking scared them. yeah I mean the thing is too is like it's it's unknown no one who ever did some big dream that they had it's there's never going to be security in those big dreams that you have you have to take a risk and like that's part of why the reward is so big is because the risk was big too and and you're you're literally scared all the time I think when (laughs) I think about things I'm like okay well this shouldn't feel this way right like if I'm if I'm accomplishing things it shouldn't feel so chaotic right and then I I think about everything I've been told about success, like genuine success when the actual successful people are talking about it. Then I realize, Oh my God, none of them, them have ever felt safe and secure. And like none, none of them have ever really felt successful. It has felt weird to celebrate their success. Cause they're like, wait, there's still more or whatever. Like we're st- we're doing something new now or like something Absolutely. else is scaring me. So I feel like growth I've, is uncomfortable. I'm coming to terms with the fact that like to be as successful as I'd personally like to be, I'm never going to feel comfortable. And that is so strange to come to terms with things like yeah. that. But but honestly, I think once you come to terms with it, it makes it easier to be outside your comfort zone and just yeah, well, fucking you're like, vibe. It's not what I thought it would feel like, but it feels like this. So we're just going to roll with it, I guess. Yeah, and you also sure. are like, question mark, does it feel like this? I don't know. Does it <laughs> yeah. feel this? I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that you were in, you were kind of in with that company on the ground floor. Not the ground, mm. ground floor, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You weren't in the garage. <laughs> but you were. <laughs> Started from the garage, now but we're it's, here. But it's cool, I think, as a person who shopped on that, on their website for a long time um, and a person who you know the back end of things it's cool to watch a company like that grow really like you said whatever you think of them I know it's kind of controversial sometimes um, but it's been cool to see that and like I, I'm I am very interested in the part you had to play in that and how much you learned from that situation mm-hmm. so you know it's interesting I like anything else you know everyone says don't accept a no don't accept a no you know, so I finished, I finished out my internship. I was so stoked. They're such a cool company. You know, I was looking at this point, internships over. And by the way, another amazing thing was I met one of my best friends, Denise. She's also a blogger. I actually met her when we were both interning at Revolve on the first day of intern orientation. And we would sit and eat lunch together 
and oh, i can't remember and I they were just shooting together today today yeah work. we've been friends now this yeah. whole time you know but it's funny there was one day at lunch and i was like yo i think i i think i want to start a blog she's like yo me too oh she's like i've been thinking about starting a blog Wait, shout we, her we out should, we should start blog what is her um shop the hitana the, yeah okay. so if if you uh, are into home decor, she now has a home decor business, import export from Bali. It's she creates amazing. her own pots. It's yeah. seriously, it is bomb. You guys get on it. Her stuff sells out so fast too. But she, she's a G. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. But another amazing perk of this job, you know, I met I met this friend too. So after I finished this this um, internship, I was like, I love this company. I want to stay here. They had a. Uh, PR and marketing assistant job open up and I was like I have to have it you know because like at this point I'm like I wanted that foot in the door with the with the company and now that I had the foot in the door with the company I was like I know this is kind of like I was in merchandising but I want to be in PR and marketing I'm gonna apply and they were like no and I was like I want this job and they're like no and I was I just har- harassed them honestly genuinely like I yeah. I'm, I was embarrassed but I was like I want this job I will work hard I will prove myself let me have this job and if I do a bad job whatever then then replace me but like I want a shot and you know eventually this poor PR woman I think I harassed her for long enough she finally was like all right you know what if nothing else this girl really wants the job and you know I think that was really a big big moment for me you know at this point I had just started my blog I was eager to learn and you know you you, when you're interning you do all kinds of stuff like you so you're working for free by the way so no actually that is really an important thing to know revolve paid their interns always okay or at least as long as i've known of their existence of interns okay they have always paid their interns even before i was was, gonna ask if you were working for free why would they not let you do it but i guess now if they were paying you that makes more sense that there was like a barrier Yeah, yeah yeah so they were like all right you you can do this and i seriously worked my ass off you guys i i stayed as late as I could I was on late I worked on the weekends it's people who they're like I want to be in fastener I want this particular job whatever it is whatever industry it is put in the time like you can't just say you want something and then not be willing to work your ass off for it and you know I I definitely take pride in that I worked you know I've done I made so many mistakes so many mistakes I'm so lucky that I had but here's the thing you were making you're making money you were learning you were doing that's the cool thing about this whole internship thing even if you are especially when you're making money but even if you're not making that much money let's say that you're working on a company's dime you know what I mean like you can make small mistakes it might cost the company $50 because you ship something to the wrong place or like whatever the fuck you're doing. Um, but that time is so valuable to you. Um, because you're literally not, you're essentially, especially when you're starting a company like that, where you have so much responsibility, you have the responsibility of someone, someone who is a a very important part of the company. But again, you don't have a stake in it necessarily. You can make those small mistakes, which is such a important part of your life. When yeah. you're learning about all yeah, these things. Yeah, for sure. When I was in college, I got an internship at For Love and Lemons. And the reason I discovered influencers, and that was even like more low-key than Revolve. Yeah, but where, you when know, you, you fucking know. Yeah, well, like, the thing is, like, everyone knew For Love and Lemons. It was huge. Yeah, we were like, yeah. when I started working there, Who when I started interning skivvies? there. Right? And yeah. it was like, they had just had a million followers because their social media was fucking unbelievable. And they were a brand that had a million followers, like genuinely a million followers in 2015. Like seriously before even that, that's not even, that's not like, that's weird. Right. So that that didn't exist back then. And when I started working for them, I was doing PR Mm -hmm. and most of the PR turned into social media. Mm -hmm. So I was scouting people and I actually put in like, I would go on Instagram and I would look at girls who I thought were cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, our both of our friend Raquel and Natasha one of the people I, I submitted for that I was like I found this girl Raquel she looks really cool like <laughs> she's really pretty um her Kelsey White from Planet Blue I remember meeting up with her uh Caitlin Carter like I made a list of girls who I was like as an intern it was my job to scout them to become the For Love and Lemons girls and then we'd reach out to them and they would they would do Which, those how fun is that it was like, so fun not only how fun is that like if you're doing brand stuff now, but how fun as a 21 year old. But the thing is it didn't seem fun. Cause I literally was like, wait, 
what? Like, and they were like, go take a photo. Um, go, let's go to the flower market, which is really close to where we are now, actually. And, Cause for love and lemons is really close to here. Um, they were like, go to the flower market, take a photo. They would just give me clothes and be like, okay, take these photos. And I'm like, they have a million followers. I had 3000 followers. I, I was like, like, how the fuck? I would be on Instagram. I'd be like, Ooh, look, Peyton's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally like they, and they were so specific about what they wanted. So it took me a lot of trial and error to be like that intern who was literally always trying to get photos, but I was the only intern they had for that role too. So like I was in charge of the photos. Um, eventually they hired on a social media, another full-time social media girl. And then who actually both of them right now with the social media girls, they hired while I was interning there. Um, now work at Monday swimwear. I think yeah. I love them, yeah. but they, they understood it completely. They, they got the assignment uh-huh. and they taught me more about it. And I just learned literally through trial and error, sending in photos, like so many photos to one of the founders of for love and lemons who does the social media and she'd be like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? And you're like, damn it. I thought that was, damn good it. I thought it was going to be great. Yeah. But they would send me home with clothes or I'd go out and like, just like shoot stuff. Like we go around, you know, whatever, uh, where the place was like the location is. And we'd go around and eat lunch and like just wear the clothes and shoot. And I learned so much about what looks good, what doesn't look good and how to translate. Most importantly, how to translate social media post to sales yeah and i mean that's truly that's like something that is really important to remember in all situations it all for these brands and for frankly the social media platforms it all comes down to what makes them the most money well you know? we were just talking about this what converts what what's the difference between a normal person who uses social media for social reasons and a person who uses it for work uh what we are trying to do when Claudia and I are on social media, as much as it is genuine in our own brand, we are trying to convert either sales and drive a high ROI for brands that we're working with or for our own affiliate marketing purposes, um, or we're trying to gather a larger audience. So when Claudia and I look at photos, we're like, oh shit, like this photo of me and Claudia at brunch, not only did it do well in engagement, but it had me, it got me like, 200% more followers than any other posts. So let's replicate that. And like, yeah. we literally are like scientists. <laughs> yeah. I, but I think we realized that when we from, first became friends, that was something like coming from the background I had, I've always been a crazy person about using my insights to look for patterns, you know, but what did that teach both of us for love and lemons taught me a certain thing and revolve taught you a certain thing. And absolutely. Zero like when you work in these fields, I feel like you just start learning how important numbers are. And that's kind of like what I was trying to get at with mm-hmm. your working at both those places yeah. is, and we, what we talked about in the be- very beginning of when I was just talking to you, um, this whole episode is uh, conversion rate and making it an actual business. And you learned everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. So Revolve, much like For Love and Lemons, taught you. Each job puts a tool in your little toolkit. Numbers, and it showed you how influencer culture works. And that's what I learned at For Love and Lemons was I watched these girls and I discovered Kira Fragni, I discovered Sincerely Jules and I was like, fucking. And back then those girls were making like between five and $10 million a year back then. And I was like, holy shit. And I went home and I was like, <laughs> I had my tripod set up in College Station, Texas. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Like, that's like, pe- they're sending my you know Instagram photos to each other, like unfollowing me, being like, I don't know what you're doing with your life. And I'm like, bitches, let me tell you, the wave of the future is coming. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it firsthand. She, she's literally <laughs> looking back, laughing all the way to the bank. I'm like, y'all y'all better get your tripods out right now. Get your <laughs> you're, softbox You're like, lights. you think I'm crazy. Just get out your tripods. Trust. I've seen it. Trust I've seen, the process. I've seen the people in LA. I'm telling you. Yeah. So then, and you started your blog through that whole process. Yeah, pretty much was working. So I think it was either, I guess it must have been at the end, of, toward the end of my internship and before I started full time. But it was really interesting and rewarding to learn about the trips. You know, while I was at Revolve was when they began setting up the social club, which, you know, was such a such a thing. Revolve around the world. <laughs> And yeah, it was just, it was just a really cool experience. And I learned so much that I never could have, I mean, it's like a job you don't even know exists to want it. Right. You know, I was like, went to school and they're like, you can be a doctor, you could be a teacher. And I'm like, and then I'm like, wait, I could, I can, uh, 
do this. I can share my life. I can, you know, because that's something fun for me is I love, I actually genuinely do like sharing my life. I, I do like love DM. You know, this is a thing. Actually, it's funny. A difference between Peyton and I is I love DMs. I love talking to my followers. I literally laugh so hard because the thing is I'm a huge jokester and I'm corny as shit. I just love dad jokes and just like have a weird sense of humor. So I think if people follow me for all, they really pick up on that. And so the thing is, those people that I attract frequently are jokey with me. And, like, I literally will laugh all the time. Yeah. And Nick will look at me and be like, who are, who are you texting, smiling your phone? <laughs> like, make fun of me. And I'm like, yo, listen to what this person just DM'd me. So, you know, I feel like the community aspect is something that I love so fucking much. Well, you're very social, though. And you, like, that's very much your vibe. Yeah. I also want to ask you this, though. Because it's such a, it's something that I was told when I was 18 graduating high school. I remember very specifically our valedictorian speech. And then we had like a speaker. I went to like this bougie ass private school. So we had someone, someone amazing speak, mm-hmm. honestly. And they had some really amazing words Who to say. Who was it though? Honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, it's super like, we, amazing. We <laughs> literally had, so one time we had, um, what is it? Who is it? You know that movie, Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. That's an example of our speakers that would come to my school every week. The guy who's that movie's based off of <laughs> came to our fuck? fucking school because our school, it really valued like outside of the box thinking, right? So like we revered him. We were like the catch movie can guy. Like they were like, oh, he's a genius. Yeah. Not like, oh, he did ever- He was like wanted by the FBI. <laughs> like the school was literally like genius. We're having him on. So we had this like wanted lecture by the FBI? series. Come on in. Right? <laughs> we had this lecture series that was amazing. So we had all these people in all the time. And I can't remember who of these people spoke at my graduation, but my entire senior year, honestly, weekly le- leading up to this, we had amazing speakers. And the gist of what literally everyone said he was doing something amazing was like, let me just tell you. And they gave a percentage. They were like 50% of the jobs that you'll have when you graduate college we're gonna set you off with this don't exist yet and we'd always we just like think about that and be like i remember hearing that constantly over and over and over again being like okay like what does that even mean (laughs) you couldn't even wrap your brain around yeah it seems abstract because it doesn't mean anything and now that i'm sitting here my downtown la place where i got my fucking beautiful warm couch for free (laughs) because i'm doing my job that did not exist when i was 18 years old yeah i now when i look back i'm like holy fuck they were right honestly i think it's only going to continue to happen where jobs are going to be new and new and new and fresh all the time totally but can you imagine our grandparents like knowing that like there's people who are like have 71 million random people following them because they like to do dances on the internet right they don't even know the internet my grandparents know that but they don't put their they they can't grasp it necessarily my grandma's like Peyton she'll text me my we're back at my grandma now Peyton I saw you had 120,000 followers she'll text me congrats I've been on your Instagram she follows me on Instagram by the way guys she types in http whatever slash slash instagram slash and that's how she follows me she doesn't guys, have an instagram to guys, follow that's my mom by the way <laughs> but Peyton's grandmother like, is my I've been mom following you on instagram i'm like you're going on your browser on your laptop yeah. Yeah. um but the, the thing is the fact that our jobs we're sitting here it's really hitting me for the first time that like it was correct my the jobs that i the job i was gonna have did not exist yet which is kind of crazy yeah god who knows what's next who knows what's next who wants to make it some one of you guys go make a job that's gonna be next (laughs) (laughs) i i challenge you today this is is a playground now life you can't do it peyton go do it (laughs) (laughs) what should we do claudia we're gonna make up next next podcast is me and claudia making up a new job okay i love that no it should be a think tank it'll it'll be a lot of bad ideas we and immediately someone listening makes it no should we just do a live as a think tank yeah we should oh my god that'd be so so fun you can go on that side of the worm couch i'll go on this side of the worm couch we'll be 20 feet away (laughs) and we can think tank (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll get a dry erase board it'll be fun oh well you know how i love my dry i actually have a dry erase board in there that'll be great i just like to write things in my own handwriting i forget Mm -hmm. what that's like exactly okay so i asked you i have my little surprisingly guys i do have an uh an outline for this oh, episode <laughs> so and we accidentally kind of we accidentally did it i knew this is how a conversation would flow anyways mm-hmm. so i said intro Look to claudia girl. how we met into her crystal ball right <laughs> <laughs> intro how we met how claudia got started in la 
and here's where we we go into oh. the positive and negative of our okay. job, but okay. from a different angle. Okay. I want to ask you, because I think that um, many people who follow me and many people who follow you uh, are probably influencers or bloggers or something, or they want to do that for their job. I want to ask you two questions and we can expand on them because this might be a long episode, but I don't give a fuck. People can, y'all can pause it, go do whatever you want, come back to the episode. Uh, I want to ask you what you think you did right. And I thought this might be a, a question that's important for you in terms of like you realizing what you've done. Right. Cause Claudia and I, we literally bitch at each other all the time. We're like, this is what I did wrong today. And this is what I did wrong. This is what mm-hmm. I did wrong. So it's hard for both of us to admit what we did right. Mm-hmm. I want, I want you to tell Definitely. us what you think you have done right. That's given you, um, the following that you have now. And I, I know one thing that I see from an outsider's perspective. Uh, and I'll start with that and you can ping pong off of me because I think that it's easier if I say it first. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? I love this. You can compliment me if you want. Go first. So girl. I think I always applaud Claudia for this. And as much as you say you're ADD, which you are, I know, I think that you have done a, an amazing job on specifically Instagram of laser focusing. And I think that's really important in what we do because while you might be day to day ADHD, mm-hmm. I get bored big picture. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to do 20 things at once, mm-hmm. which is good in some ways, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not good in others. And Claudia focused on Instagram so much. She focused on her DMS. She had conversations with people in, the, in her DMS. She focused on analytics. She was so good at narrowing down to the point where my eye can't even catch what she's talking about because she understands the detail of it. Like she'll send me photos and be like, is this one too yellow to fit in my feed? And I'm like, Claudia, she's like, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't see it. So she's so, and I don't want to say hyper-focused cause it seems like a negative thing when you say hyper-focused, you're so like intent about this one platform and you've grown it. It's a game. So well, social media can be a game and it, you know, kind of in your, in your desire to conquer something, I kind of feel like it became a little bit of that, which unfortunately the downside of social media is it's also kind of like made the way they use gambling techniques. You know what I mean? They're like trying to get you addicted because you cannot win. There is no way to win the game. Um, but, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, as scattered, I feel like, and disorganized of a person as I am, I really threw myself into that aspect of our job. You know, I am always shooting. I'm always trying to do something, work on a feed, work on the colors, whatever it is. I think it's what you enjoy, though, is, and that's why. Like, I think you really enjoy it. I held on to blogging for a long time because what I enjoy in this life is writing. I enjoy sitting down with a glass of wine, writing. I used to make myself laugh all the time in college. I would write and be like, I don't give a fuck when I'm writing my blog in college. Like, I just started it for an internship. Also, so, half the time I write dumb shit and I'm like, no one's even going to read this. Right? I'm like, it's just, it's funny. It's like a funny yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And that's that was the how I define the first part of my career and all this stuff is I literally was a blogger. Like I liked to write and I would love to write again, but no one fucking reads anymore. It's all video, but I I go where the money goes now, but I really enjoyed writing. And for you, I think that you truly enjoy, you love putting together a feed. You love the colors. You love the styling. Like you just enjoy that. So it's not like you laser focus on something you hated. You literally just, you loved it. And it was so, it's always been so lucrative to do that. So it, it makes sense, but Anyways. Yeah, the aesthetic aspect has always been very um, consuming. Almost like it's bad. Like, Nick gets so annoyed sometimes. He's like, you need to take a step back from this. And I'm like, but... But But, um, unfortunately, I need to... Okay, so I don't know how I turned your positive into a negative here. but, but, But I will say one thing that I'm bad at is I have laser because I feel so scattered I have to laser focus so that I can get things done but sometimes I laser focus and it means I'm not working on other things that I need to be working on and unfortunately it's really you know it's funny my my positive is also negative and your negative is positive but in an mm-hmm. opposite way where Peyton is really good at doing a little bit of everything maintaining like you know working on a bunch of different platforms and that is important too like I know it's hard like to find time to do all the things, but at the same time, like cultivating and like, you know, really putting the time in on all these different platforms is important. And it makes you a well-rounded 
and better influencer. Your laser focus, I would say, was something you did correct. What's something else you think you did correct? I mean, I feel like I took a lot of no's and kept coming back. And I really fought. I mean, neither Peyton or I had like connects you know i think mm-hmm. that was a big thing like neither ev- of everyone us had thought you had to have connects no to, like, we built this from in. the ground fucking up yeah it's true that and that's something i i'm not good at patting myself on the back you guys i am i need to start treating myself like a main character but something that i am proud of is that it was something from the ground up and there was i was you know in the beginning everyone judges you and that is hard you know you Here's have the thing. to really believe in yourself Here to pass through that our parallels the moment you decided i want to do this mm-hmm. like i not only maybe i don't you didn't know necessarily wanted to be a blogger mm-hmm. because i would say you were two years before me mm-hmm. and i think at my time coming into the blogging thing it was new mm-hmm. for everywhere else but it was kind of old news for la yeah you know what i mean yeah. so you had to move here and realize that. And we probably realized it around the same yeah, time. Yeah. But I knew from 14 years old that I wanted to live here. I knew that. I, I came out here to visit and I was like, this is the energy I want. I know I want to live yeah. here. I didn't want to do acting or modeling or anything for my job, but I knew I wanted to be here. Yeah. Luckily it worked out. Um, and something came about that I actually did like to move here. But we we had the moment of of weird what i think because i'm such a universe i'm very spiritual mm-hmm. i would say that's that's kind of like a moment of just the universe telling you like there was something in us both that were like we need to be here mm-hmm. here in the specific location mm-hmm. um and then we had it's a moment of risk and then you have a moment of we both gotten in a, a early stages of really amazing companies that mm-hmm. taught us a lot mm-hmm. and the reason why is because we were just drawn to that and we did not say no. We, we we did not let anyone say no to us to the point where it made us do something differently. I will say there's one thing in that that I wanted to talk about, a little, but I'll say in a second. Um, and then we we continued on through. Um, I think that for both of us, we went through periods of time where people thought we were very, we had problems. Yeah, People were literally like, this is weird and i'm not talking about talking shit for like a month or two months no, I'm, I'm saying you, we years had to, we had to be losers to a lot yes. of people for a long so time. i was i we was still cool. are losers as right people, right, right? <laughs> i was i was cool on social media to people who followed me on social media but everyone who knew me in real life was literally like what the fuck right yeah. for years and yeah. probably still now i don't yeah. know what they're doing now yeah. i think once you once you to had 100k people people are like oh cool you're actually doing things and i have had people come around and be like hey i'm sorry yeah. i said this about you yeah but we all go through that time whether it's social media or you're starting yeah. a business or whatever anytime you're doing something different yeah you're gonna have people you're gonna have doubters but you know what you it's gotta so bad. you gotta march the beat of your own drum you have to because at least you'll never live with what ifs that's, yeah. that's a worst case scenario and that's one thing i like about um being afraid all the time <laughs> as much as i'm afraid all the time especially right now i'm like you know what i'm doing right now i'm in the fucking arena Brene brown style i'm like I am fucking in it dude i'm not i'm not thinking about being in it anymore and i've thought for my own for most of my life, okay, I'm going to do this, or I want to do this, or I want to do this, right? Right now, I, right now in this moment, I'm going for it so hard, and it is so scary, but I, I remind myself of that now every night before I go to sleep because I'm so anxious and nervous and scared all the time, and I'm like, Peyton, at least you're fucking doing it. Like, at least you're doing it. Come on. Fam, this is truly the important moral of this the whole thing. whole thing <laughs> is... It can be summed up with how bad do you fucking want it? Are you willing to embarrass yourself to people you know for years? Are you willing to be broke as fuck while you invest all your money in yourself? Are you willing to do all these Let's things? Let's emphasis that on that one. You want to be broke as fuck? <laughs> yeah. I literally, you guys, I ate ramen noodles for three years. 
And I still eat ramen noodles, but I mean, like, not as, like, a regular dietary staple. Honestly, I think that's another weird thing for people to know about our job is a lot of weird shit happens, like, every day. Well, there's day. no rules. There's yeah, no structure. There's no normal rules. So, just which do can be do. good and can be bad. It just depends how you, how you here's, here's are, thing. are receiving weird the, things happening to you. The thing that I want to know about this and this whole entire conversation, which this honestly might even be two episodes, or I'll make it one and make it really long. Um... One thing I noticed when I first started doing all this stuff, whether it was blogging or doing the fucking clothes or whatever it is, or podcasting at this point, because who even knows if this is actually recording right now? I don't. (laughs) My point is, I think that um, one big thing I've learned is that no one knows what they're doing and everything, by the way, is flying by the seat of your pants. Guys, Nothing is with, official. Like, parents, I realized that freaked me out. Yes. I thought that like when I was a little kid, I thought like, okay, parents are like your boss. They tell you how life works. No one knows. And then going I on. got older and I was like, wait, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Either. No. And I and, was like, oh my God, no one knows what the fuck business, is going on. In business, no one knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. The number of things we've both done wrong in the blogging thing, the number of things I've done wrong podcast. I've, I have, there are episodes of this podcast. We're only five episodes in right now, by the way. I have one of the episodes I recorded four separate times because one didn't record, one the audio wasn't correct, one I it ha- I failed so many times, like literally straight up failed with the um, full disclosure thing. I failed so many times at things that were literally easy. Like I don't understand the yeah, legal stuff behind easy it. Yeah, but easy once you know how to do right? it. Right, the, the, the packaging. I had packages that were breaking up before they reached customers. I things that were happening. To where like they look really good on the outside and but I share all the bad stuff too. But I'm saying like if you want to start something, if you whether whether that's a business or being a fucking parent, like we just said, no one knows what they're doing, so just fucking do it. You know what I mean? Put yourself in the arena. Just start. Just do it. <laughs> Wait, if you if you're confused why, and lost and scared, and I, let's we go. started out being like, fuck this shit, and then it turned into us being like, just do it. Just fucking do it. Bu- we're bullying them. Yeah. <laughs> do okay. it. Okay, here's the thing. Whatever it is that you like is your dream that you're thinking about, do it. Just fucking do it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But like at least you'll know you gave it a hundred percent. You really fucking tried. And at that point, then you can move on. At least you won't like be like 80 years old being like, damn, I never followed my dream. But also whatever start that dream is. Now, I've been obsessed with the idea of starting a brand since I started a blog. That was the purpose of starting a blog. And for me, make sure that's on. Uh, for me, I I could have waited a little while longer to build more capital and all that stuff. But I had an English. I had to do it. I was jumpy. I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. And I've done a million things wrong. But I'm telling you, I'm again. How many times? What is the scare count now that I've said? I'm so scared. Um, <laughs> I wish so that scared. that were a ticker, but right? then. Hey, drink every time I say I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I, but I feel, again, I feel like I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I, maybe I'll piss away all my money and I won't make any money at all. <laughs> but so fucking what? Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I've, I've worked really, really hard to get this point where I have cash to put into a business. And the reason I worked this hard is to have cash to put into a business. Mm-hmm. So now I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's really scary. But it's one of those things. I will say, though, we don't have dependents. That's the difference. If you're listening That's to this and you, you're a mother or something like that. Like, yeah, maybe I totally don't put understand. all your money I understand. No, I understand like, that can be hard. But like balance. Balance, yeah. yeah. Be realistic. If you have but dependence, balance. These are, this is t- just keep in mind, this is two single women. Not single, but like not unmarried. But yeah, not yeah. married. We're not married. We don't share bank accounts. Yeah, we don't share bank accounts. We yeah. don't have dependents. Yeah. For me, it's been one of those moments lately where I feel very alive. Mm-hmm. And I'm very nervous about everything, but it's it's it makes me feel very alive. And I think that that's what we're here to do is to, to take these risks and do these things and be thoughtful, but also like, don't be too thoughtful to where you don't do it. You sit, you are kind of like you're, you take a pause, you know what I mean? Like fucking go for it if you want to do it. And I think that that, that's the, the attitude that we both approached blogging with. And I'm trying to approach that approach that I'm doing now with that same attitude and it's again that same feeling that I had at 22 which is so weird to feel again that the things that we've done right I think to, to sum it up have been we've taken the risks 
we've had like that kind of weird universal time where we both were like, we need, we're, we are drawn to this. What we wanted to do didn't even exist at the time that we were drawn to it, but it's, we're here now. Um, and I think that's something we both need to remind each other of, by the way, to continue to take those risks, uh, when we get scared about things. Um, I want to ask you now, what do you think you've done wrong? I think that there are so many things that I did wrong. I'm like, hold out, hold on, let me roll out my scroll that's like a mile long. Let's say overarching themes, like maybe like mindsets you had that were wrong or like something like that. Let's not say specifically like the one time I coded that one thing wrong. Like I did that one thing, like right. There's so many, there's so many little things we've done wrong all day, every day. No, I think one thing that I have done wrong is I haven't um, diversified my portfolio enough perhaps. I... I was so busy working on Instagram that I haven't worked on other things. And now I'm like, Oh shit. Like, like pick my head up from this thing that I've been like locked in on for so long that I haven't done that. I it's mean, that's kind of dying. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's kind of coming to an end video is well, or the future. Maybe, here's the thing. Maybe it's not maybe with the inclusion of product, like tagging and all that stuff. Influencers will use. I mean, more. I think even if things stay the same they have to change right Mm -hmm. because I think the industry's gotten kind of stale yeah you know and I also think we've gone to a point where it's like people care so much about the likes and about the followers and about all the free shit it's not about kind of what it was before yeah so I think it's when it comes to video you have to create some kind of content you Mm -hmm. can't just stand there and show off your nice things and whatever it may be you know and I think yeah there can be like I don't know YouTube videos of like showing your bags for example maybe but it's not just standing there no you have to have like a personality or something or like an editing style mm-hmm. or something it's also more complicated like social media is getting more complicated and more complicated it's not photos anymore it's video it's technical mastery of things totally. in conclusion this is gonna be the longest episode ever in conclusion, you cut out the whack part. Right. <laughs> Still gonna, it's gonna be forever. Sorry, guys. Um, in conclusion, what you did right was hyper focus, and what you did wrong was hyper focus. Yeah, oh, it always God. happens that way, so doesn't it? <laughs> okay, the last thing I want to leave us with, Claudia. Okay. So I figure I, the podcast is called Note to Self, and I don't. As, as many notes to my own self that I make, which is the inspiration for the podcast, I don't ever say, sorry, my dryer's blinking in the, or whatever, <laughs> beeping like, what in the background. Uh, fucking, <laughs> why does that have to beat 20 times though? Why not just like three? Anyways. <laughs> now we're just waiting for the beep. <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, I want you to imagine that you're in your early 20s. I want to say five years ago, Claudia. Mm-hmm. What's a note that you have to yourself at that age? I mean, I guess a synopsis is don't wait, just do it. Whatever the fuck it is. Like, sorry, Nike, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Like, honestly, whatever the fuck it is that you is your passion that you can't stop thinking about. And you're like, oh, I don't know if that should be my career. Guys, the average person changes careers four plus times in their life. Who fucking cares? Like, if you don't enjoy it, you change it. Like People try to make it seem, this is, this is what I think one of your strengths is. It's, this is the, the, the thing that's happened this entire episode that we've talked about from your college experience to whatever, is your willingness to change paths and adapt like adapt which is my current problem right and now you guys it's actually it's a, it's a fucking hilarious well, i guess isn't adapt that or syn- die. isn't that synchronicity too right? right it's funny like i feel like i you know i have had a lot of like random hard days lately and it's like i've had all the synchronicity where it's like i know i'm in the right place but i think it's because i'm fighting so i'm f- i am literally on the brink of something great you guys i don't know i can't put my finger on what it is peyton can't put her finger on what it is but it's fucking coming it Okay, so my note to self, to me, yeah. your note to self was to just start, right? Just fucking start. Here's the thing. Uh, this is another way I'm going to explain to y'all that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Do I want to make my note to selves like, 
note to self me five years ago or note to self me a week ago because I could fill both of those gaps. You know what I mean? Like I know something I would tell myself a week ago or something I know I need to hear now. Mm. Well, what should I do? Give us two. Give us. Well, you think of yours that you need to hear now then. Okay. Because I already did yours five years ago. Okay. So I'm going to say past me needs to note to self. Literal note to self. Um, don't be afraid. This is so fucking cliche, but I feel like everyone who, who has been in my position has felt this. Don't be afraid to be a little bit different and weirder or stand out from people. My entire life yeah. I wanted to fit in. I was always Great. trying to fit in because that's what you try to do when you're younger, you know, you yeah. want to fit in. And then you realize like everyone who like is doing something is not fitting in. And then th- those are like leaders, like leaders yeah. don't fit in. Leaders lead people and then people follow them. <laughs> really weird concept that I don't know why it took me so long to realize that's so spot on I mean just like I feel like everyone spends all their time growing up trying to fit in and not stand out and then you hit a certain point where you like embrace like your weirdness and your difference and your quirkiness and also you hopefully you embrace other people's weirdness and quirkiness I fucking love weirdos I gravitate to weirdos I'm sitting here on a fucking worm couch (laughs) with With, a weirdo with a one weirdo with a weirdo there's another weirdo across from me so it's it's cool to be weird and I love that well the weirdos find each other and you know why LA is so enticing is because there's a lot of weirdos yeah (laughs) but just make sure you find that you're kind of weird you know there's a lot of breeds of weird no we're we're weird but here's the essence of what we do by the way is we're supposed to be fucking influencers we're supposed to lead people to where they're supposed to go i think the the way where we both go wrong sometimes or where anyone goes wrong in this job mm-hmm. quick side note is Ugh, we try to, to we sell. try to <laughs> we try yeah, side note to sell. <laughs> we try to um figure out what people like and then we do that rather than leading them to what we like yeah. as the leaders of the fucking i blame crew. social media can i tell you why because everything is like an algorithm and the goal is like it, it pushes certain types of content you know or so, you have so to consistently people- be a leader like what if you're a trendsetter like look think of uh who's that girl from denmark who's the denmark girl anna schoenberg yes mm-hmm. leader leader yeah. she she's always on trend i think but she i think she leads the pack in that way matilda durf yeah same thing for sure leader with creating unique content yes it's always on trend but also i think it's always in their own way and then everyone copies them about vivian horn yeah same i feel like she is like the originator of the pink purple minimal yeah like she's been doing it for a long time i know dude that girl is talented talented she also has a photography page is she the one that does the um alter ego page too she follows <laughs> no that? that's ryan or ryan no no, no i think vivian horn does it too oh does she? i think yeah. they're best friends yeah well that makes sense because i want to be them this is what <laughs> you guys okay so if you're a blogger you have to have blog friends because imagine trying to have that conversation with like a random person <laughs> i also we're, like, we're I, see the same photo- I see photos and i'll let or a feed and i'll be like ah oh, she's an a4 girl like <laughs> i have fucking problems yeah. all the denmark girls are killing it yeah. but i'm telling you what i'm saying is those are leaders and i don't think they thought for a second like oh no one's doing this i shouldn't do it they just fucking did it yeah. you know what i mean yeah for sure and i think what we do is to me, I guess my note to self now, yeah. not from five years ago, is be a leader. Stop second guessing what you want to do. Yeah. Do what you see in your eye and yeah. fucking do it. Because yeah. that's what how you create trends. That's Go how you with become your a gut. leader. Like that, that's what an influencer is supposed to be. Yeah. You're supposed to be influencing people to do things what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, anyways, we're going back to the point. <laughs> what is the fucking Where can point? we find you, Claudia? Oh, yeah. Find me on the gram. It's my name, Claudia Graziano. Okay. So now Claudia is really famous on TikTok. She's learning how to do TikTok. Everyone go follow her on TikTok. Me neither. Um, YouTube. YouTube. Um, I don't YouTube. think I. You. I don't even know how you give handles on YouTube. Just, just. My name search is Claudia, Claudia Graziano. Graziano. <laughs> you guys i'm so bad at promoting myself fuck i don't even where am i no (laughs) promoting yourself here's the thing about instagram it's really easy to not promote yourself on instagram because you're already promoting yourself on the main social media channel when i'm on youtube i'm like follow me on instagram i'm pants on 
subscribe and like this photo or this this Instagram or this YouTube video. <laughs> also, listen to my podcast. Like you have to like do all of these things. And podcast, you have to have um, what I call in what my favorite <laughs> podcast calls promo corner, where you have to promo everything you've ever done. Oh, which takes fifteen minutes. So you need to really focus. I want you to promo yourself right now. Take a challenge. Be like, what can <laughs> my what? shaking? <laughs> I know. Claudia's upside down right now. Yeah, and one looking at me like, please down. don't. One, I'm upside down, but two, you guys, an important thing to know about me, if there's anything <laughs> probably to know, is that ten of ten, I crack under pressure. It's a hor- <laughs> it's a horrible fucking quality. But like, if you, if you say, oh, I see you like this band. That's your favorite <laughs> band. I won't. I won't know one song the moment you ask me. Claudia. Okay. What's the question? I have to promo myself. Promo yourself. Tell us why we should follow you. Um, okay. So my content is wearable, everyday, slightly elevated outfits. So come to me for some outfit inspo. I, I am I'm pl- I have plentiful, cheesy, corny dad joke captions. Which can be fun sometimes. You do. And also, here's another thing I will say that you're not going to give yourself credit for. Your stories are funny. Okay, I love that. Also, she has a beautiful child that she birthed. My dog's Her dog. is quite cute. <laughs> she, he's so cute. I, like, ten times a day, my boyfriend and I stop and we gaze upon him and we say, you're perfect. <laughs> I know I'm biased, but guys, you have to go take a gander at him. His handle is Hudson Chills. And, oh, yeah. I have a shoe edit coming <gasps> out with Dolce Vita. If you are listening to this, it's already out. So go check it out. Their shoes are so freaking cute. They actually are so I, cute. I love all the colors. They have so many cute styles. I feel like they really... Did you do the the heeled one with the braided? It's like uh-huh. braided in the front. I fucking mm-hmm. love those shoes. Yeah, there's so many good ones, you guys. And one of the one of the styles that is in my edit, I actually it's my second pair of them because I love them so much that I wore the first pair all the way into the ground. So cannot recommend enough, but I'm really excited to be doing that with them. And when yeah. when is that out officially? That's out. By the time this is out, that will be out. Okay, cool. So if you're listening to this, it's out. And I also have, I guess, since we're in this promo corner, mm-hmm. um, I'm also working on a swimsuit collab with one of my best friends, Madison. She has a super, <laughs> if you follow, you may remember, she, I call her Main Ho or MH for short. <laughs> so Main Ho and I are working on a swimsuit collab. She is one of my best friends and she has her own brand called East and West Label with her sister. And we have been looking for fun fabrics and have been having the best time doing it. We love the Claudzilla. She'll come back on the podcast probably like literally anytime I need someone to be on the podcast. I'll just be like, Claudia. (laughs) Peyton actually on Monday said to me, can you do it this week? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I can do it. She's like, are you sure you can do it? Because if you don't, I need to find someone else. I said, no, I can do it. And on Tuesday she said, bitch if you cancel i'll kill you <laughs> and i was like fuck no matter what happens i'm doing this so you know, i'm gonna start doing this. doing this i'm just gonna alto not uber because alto is the way of the future search alto just google it anyways um At alto. i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna start altoing people to my fucking apartment and making them get shit-faced and then we're all gonna podcast together i literally love this I want how the many for the people future. can we have in a podcast without so my little everything? my little um video thing or my little recorder thing has four inserts for mics. Okay, we totally we need to have one with Josie and Jamie too. Oh, one hundred percent. And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Claudia, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Arriva Derchi Bonami. <laughs> All right, so there you have it. There is my two-part series with my good friend, Claudia Graziano. I hope you guys love this conversation. I just, I love Claudia. She's one of my besties. She's definitely someone who's been a part of my whole work journey since basically day one. So I just love chatting with her and I love sharing her brain with you guys. I think that she's just just such a good person and also obviously just really good at what she does. It's time for self-promo corner. If you guys want to come along to San Diego, San Francisco, Dallas, etc., 
with me in the next two weeks, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Peyton Sarton. We're going to be going to Joe's games, hanging out with my friend Kelsey. If you guys have not seen my YouTube videos with Kelsey, you must. She is a personality, let me tell you. Then we're going to be convincing Joe that Dallas is amazing. So definitely come along for that. Uh, Like I said before, you guys can check out this week's YouTube video uh, on my channel, Peyton Sarton. Just type that in the search bar on YouTube. And also, you guys know that I've I've been saying about the Note to Self Twitter page. I'm really trying to make it something, but I just don't get on Twitter. (laughs) So, like, there's no tweets on there. I remember the Twitter account once a week when I record, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I better go tweet something. No. So what I did instead was make a TikTok because I'm always on TikTok and I just enjoy that platform. So it's at NTS pod on TikTok. And I'm actually really excited for some ideas I have on there for like just TikTok content as related to the podcast. So definitely go follow NTS pod on TikTok. I know you guys have TikTok. And if you don't, what the fuck are you doing? Also come follow me on TikTok at Peyton Sarton. I fucking love TikTok so much. I spend way too much of my time on there. Otherwise, uh, I have been seeing you guys rating and reviewing the podcast. It makes me so freaking happy reading those. It's just so sweet. And I, I'm so obsessed with y'all and I'm so obsessed with the fact that you guys are enjoying this. (laughs) I'm just honored. (laughs) And every time I read them, it really does make me happy. makes my cold dead heart so warm. So, so warm. So thank you guys so much. If you have rated and reviewed the podcast, if you have not, please give me five stars. Okay, please, please do it. Um, And then you can also review if you want, if you have the time. I know rating is so much easier. It's literally just like one click. So do what you have time for. I really, really appreciate it. I love you guys so much. And that's it for this week. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Maybe. (laughs) Bye.